Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by BeFit Food, where food is the first medicine. Today on the show. Make sure you know where your clothes are being made. So to feel good about what you put on every day, know ethically where your clothes are being made, who's making them. So when you put them on, you feel really good about yourself. It's Caroline Rowland, or better known as Kaz Rowland, the founder and CEO of Kazink The Label. Based in Melbourne, Kazink The Label satisfies the modern woman's needs of having functional yet stylish wardrobe. Kate caught up with Kaz and here's how it went. Hi, Carolyn. We're really excited to have you here today. And you've obviously got Kaz Inc. The Label. So how has that been going for you? So nice to be here with you today. Um, look, it's, it's been an interesting journey over the last two and a half years, um, especially this year. There's been a lot of changes that we've um, enforced into the company, as as you know, with BeFit Foods and with what a lot of businesses are going through with um, what's happened around the world with COVID. We, we've, we've been very fortunate because we have a lot of very loyal customers who absolutely love our label and they know that we're very honest with our styling, with our styling advice for them and and, um, and they know that... Well, that must come easy for you. The right <laughs> oh, it, it does. That's, That's right. Well, you've been years. blogging for years. That's right. And you're, yeah. an, you're a stylist and this has been your life. Um, I, I guess if you're authentic in what you do, it certainly comes across in your brand. And that's something that I've loved from the get-go, from finding your label or, and meeting you. I think you're so authentic to your brand and that certainly comes through through your Instagram and uh, through Kazink the label and the website as well. You've done a fantastic job there. Uh, thanks, so, Kate. We had, a, we had a fun day styling in a hotel room, didn't we? Yes, that was amazing. That was for the uh, Business Chicks event and that was a huge event and the number of comments I got on that cantaloupe suit, that was an unbelievable outfit and something that I've worn many times since. So thank you very much for that. Now, I love to hear that people wear our clothes and wear them often and um, because we do design timeless pieces that you can wear year after year. You know, I don't want you to have something that you put in your wardrobe and and not wear we want you to have clothes that you can mix and match and wear for all occasions actually that's a very good point because since then I have had a few other pieces and everything actually mix and matches really well so white and the cantaloupe goes really well black and the cantaloupe goes really well and then the black and whites on their own so um an easy way to create a wardrobe and I guess with your styling that's that's really where that that all comes in and helps people to be able to put together you know items that suit them but collections as well that can be used again and again oh thanks kate so i love hearing now, that i really do oh, oh me. good now <laughs> yes about you so yeah. look at people always are interested to know and obviously you've been a model as well you are a model for your own clothing <laughs> store and you know people love to know how do you stay fit and healthy and what's your daily routine so when you wake up in the early in early in the morning or whenever you wake up in the morning what is your routine how do you stay healthy oh um, really good point and the first thing is i have to say i muddle not model i feel but um <laughs> we, we get through that but in the morning I'm I've learned to be an early riser I used to be telling I used to always tell myself that I wasn't an early riser um that getting up in the morning was hard it's all about the self-talk and then you know having four children I discovered that um, exercising earlier in the morning is a lot easier than trying to do it at night because 
as you know, being a mum to Kate, that mm. some days you don't get to exercise at night because you're running around with children or now with the label, you know, often I'm working late. So by getting up in the morning, I always go and have a big glass of warm water before I start my exercise regime. Right. And then I was going to 6, 6 a.m. Pilates classes, which now I do in my bedroom. And I yes, I was to... doing that too. It's oh, sad, isn't it, during it, COVID? It, It'll be back soon. <laughs> uh, it, look, it, it's been really interesting. It's I've never done mat, mat classes before and I'm really enjoying the mat classes and I really enjoy all the stretching and just I just really enjoy the Pilates. But I find it's a great way to start the day because, A, I drink two or three glasses of water before 7 a.m. And um, now I tell myself that I can either sleep in till 7 a.m. and wake up feeling not very good about myself or you jump out of bed, do your exercise, and at 7 a.m. you feel alive. Oh, absolutely. And I think that is the, the biggest tip for anybody who's listening today as well. If you plan to exercise in the, the evenings and you that is not a routine for you, then it's probably the hardest time to plan to do something like that if you have children because things don't go to plan when there's when there's a family and kids and work and other priorities. So I think if that getting up first thing in the morning and getting it out of the way, it sets you up for the day, but it also means that that time doesn't get lost somewhere, you know, where, where the rest of our time goes. <laughs> Exactly. And the other thing too, Kate, is by getting up early in the morning like that, it means that I sleep well at night. Sleep routine is is really important too, because if we're not going to bed early, then we can't get up early. And if we're not getting up early, it's hard to actually go to sleep early that night because you, you feel like you have got energy and you can stay up. But then when it gets to the morning, you just, you're not yourself. And um, Donna Aston, who's actually been on our podcast, we've done the event with, she talks about every single cell in our body actually has a little clock in it and those clocks are really set in our body for us to wake up when the sun rises and to start to cool down and to go to sleep as it becomes dark again and that's something that I guess with technology um, a lot of us don't work around you know sunrise and sunset and our bodies really struggle if we are staying up too late or if we're you know we're waking up later in the day as well oh, so what about I food didn't know so, that, so I've just <laughs> <learned> something <laughs> ah, so how do so you've got you've got warm glass of water you've done your pilates and then what are you eating for the day are you, are you fasting at any point in the day are you a breakfast person or what do you do okay well i drink coffee <laughs> i love my coffee yes i have one or, one or two very small coffees a day with um, almond milk because um, mm -hmm. I just find I really love the almond milk um, but then I I try not to set myself big diets because diet to me is a four-letter word and yes. I try and listen to my body and know what to eat and when to eat so because I'm so busy during the day I find if I don't I I find that I don't eat because I don't have time to sit down and have a meal and sometimes I'm sure you you find this sometimes Kate that yeah. you're running around doing everything and you've forgotten to eat so I make sure that I pack in a lot of really healthy um, food during the day so I bring in apple mandarins at the moment mandarins are beautiful they're in season um, I chop up 
strawberry to have because they're also good for my skin as well. So as, good. And, yeah, and they're yummy. And um, But then I also pack in a salad of something you know, with a bit of tuna or something like that. Um, but I know my body really thrives on green and it, it actually tells me I need green. And um, if I don't have enough green in my diet, and I'm talking dark green, so tail, rocket, um, mm. those kind of foods, yeah, um, I, I really do crave um, that element. And over winter, I tend to add a little bit of rice, brown rice, um, quinoa, things like that, that I can warm up the foods and, and make them, because it's got to be delicious as well yeah. as, as nutritious. That's um, right. And it's got to be satisfying. You've got to feel that, you know, yeah. you eat and then you're satisfied. And um, yeah. I, I certainly aren't a believer in huge high carbohydrate diets, but there's no harm in having a few tablespoons at carbs at every single meal because it's, you know, it makes you feel full, it makes you satisfied. And if you're choosing the right types, like your quinoa, your brown rice, your whole grain pastas and legumes, then you're certainly not going to raise your blood sugar levels too high. And it's not going to result in, you know, high insulin. And, and weight gain it's all it's all balanced out and it all provides a really good source of dietary fiber and it's delicious <laughs> oh, it has to be delicious and and that that's important because to me uh, yeah I'm someone who absolutely loves food I'm I'm one that has to finish everything on the plate and very rarely, I'm the yeah, same hey <laughs> I, I look at these people who you know can have one or two oh no I have to have everything and oh the bigger always, the plate the more you eat oh, as well <laughs> I know and that's one thing that I have learned during the week is I don't use a big plate I, I tend to have a lot of bowl food um, I find bowl food really it, it's great for a woman on the run like I am and yeah. yeah I tend to eat less but what I have found as I'm now in my 50s is um, I'm becoming more and more vegetarian. Oh, wow. There you go. And that, that makes mm. perfect sense as to why you're drawn to having those really dark green leafy veggies too because when you are taking meat out of the diet, you are re reducing your amount of iron that you're consuming. And with iron, there's two different types. Right. So there's the iron that you find in your, your animal products or your meat products. They call that heme iron. Heme just means blood. And then non-heme mm -hmm. iron, so your non-blood sources of iron which come from your dark green leafy veggies your legumes and small amounts in sort of grains and nuts and seeds as well so it's really important that if you are becoming you're reducing the amount of meat that you eat that you have to replace that nutrient some other way or you'll find that you just get tired but yeah. as a female too and it, it depends on your your cycle um and if you're becoming you know pre post or wherever you are in that menopause cycle uh, that will affect your iron levels too. And um, so that's it's, it's an interesting change and an interesting time in your life to be making these changes too to your diet and seeing how, how your body feels. Well, well I've just found um, over the last five years that there are times that I do eat a little bit of red meat, but I find that my body does not digest it like it used to. And I, I, I don't feel as great as what I do if I have a piece of fish or some tuna a um, little bit of chicken, um, something like that. But, um, yeah, I just find that the more, as you say, legumes and um, seeds, I eat a lot of seeds and the green leafy Good. vegetables, um, that's what my body actually craves and the fruit and it feels good it feels clean that's that's yeah. what i love the clean clean food 
So and listening do, to your body is really important too. If you oh. if food makes you feel really good, then it's probably doing a good job. And we're not talking about the food that's just good on the lips we're really talking about the the food that feels good you know a couple of hours after you've eaten it and anybody could agree here that you know some of those foods that you think make you feel good within the first 10 minutes certainly don't leave you feeling good you know an hour or two after they're going down so that's an important point too I think yes uh, but look I do run off the um, 80 20 80 percent of the time I do eat really really well but I do allow myself um, certain snacks I, I do like a, a little bit of dark chocolate every now and then and um, no yeah, harm the in glass. that <laughs> <laughs> and please don't say that there's no harm in this but the odd glass of you know Prosecco or champagne or red wine now <laughs> well look no if it's all in, in moderation it really doesn't yeah well exactly. it, yes absolutely and I think look my big hang-up over this sort of COVID isolation period has been watching the amount of alcohol advertising that's out there and everyone is drinking more but it's it's like how the ads were banned for mm. children you know on tv many years ago you know back in when I was a kid in the 80s and 90s and they started sort of banning those television ads to children for the really junky sweet foods I'm kind of watching what's happening over this ISO period and the amount of advertising for alcohol, um, which I guess was like uh, cigarettes many years ago, is just out of this world. So it's no wonder that every single person finds themselves, you know, drinking a little bit more over this period. And yes, maybe we don't have to be as many places and we're at home more, but I definitely think there's um, something in the advertising too. Well, I tend to mute the ads or if I'm watching TV, I'm a little bit addicted to MasterChef at the moment. Um, yeah, as soon as the ads, ads come on, I mute them because I'm often working while I'm sitting on the couch and doing certain things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking at the ads. But um, I, I did find with COVID that the first week that we were at home, it was almost like being on holidays. And I don't know whether it was a little bit of negativity in my mindset, but it was like I, I didn't stick to my routine of eating mm. well and and it was it was like you know oh god so it's comfort it's comfort eating comfort yeah enough I've had enough I need to get back to a routine back to eat you know dressing nine to five dressing in dressing for success dressing like I'm going to work getting to that mindset and I I actually got up Monday to Friday and got back into my routine a lot of clients have taken on that advice and said Kaz that's really helped them um you know nine to five you are in your clothes for work not lounging around and getting back to a routine with what they're eating how they're dressing and it, it changes the way you think and it's really helped them with with work yeah absolutely and I mean, being a fashion stylist, I'm sure that you've noticed this over the years. When you dress a certain way, it makes you feel a certain way. And I think that's a really important part of anybody's routine is dressing for success, like you said. And it's all well and good to be comfortable. I'm all for comfortable clothing, Mm -hmm. but... You want to feel good in what you're wearing and that is important. You know, it may not have to be something that's super formal if you are just working from home, but if you are doing Zoom conferences and there's a level of professionalism and it's it's the way that you feel about yourself and I think, you know, certainly your label and fashion in general does bring us um, some confidence in, you know, the way that we look and 
how we dress and our personal style, which I love. <laughs> well, our motto is, Kate, that everyone has the right, no matter what shape, size or age, everyone has the right to look and feel fabulous every day. And when you look good, you feel good. And so we design clothing for all different shapes, all different sizes. And, yeah, so like even this morning, um, we're having a chat to a client who came into some styling and Diana, who works for me, is a completely different body shape to what I am. And mm. so it's good to have both of us to understand. So the lady who came in this morning was more Diana's body shape. And so we understand what clothes are going to suit her and her wardrobe, which not necessarily is going to be the same as mine. What an unbelievable service to be able to offer that with your brand and your label and educate people because the number of times I speak to my clients and even my own social circle when they're not feeling comfortable about their bodies because of clothing sizes, um, the shapes of different clothing. And I'm like, well, you're just shopping in the wrong places or you're trying on the wrong things. Like anything you put on, it doesn't matter what shape or size you are, you should feel good in it. And, you know, what I talk about even with diets when people are wanting to lose weight, well, it shouldn't be about a number on the scales. It should be a feeling within you where you feel lighter more energetic healthier and have you know it's the it's about your energy levels and there wouldn't be a person that I've seen I've seen 20,000 patients there wouldn't be or customers clients whatever you call them in my dietitian practice and um, basically I don't think I've ever had anyone who hasn't felt better when they've got off what they would call their excess kilos and look for someone who's 150 kilos they get five kilos on off sorry and they still feel amazing it's not a number on the scales to get to or it shouldn't be it should actually be when do you feel good and you know I have had clients that have had dramatic transformations and um, a particular guy who, who went from over 170 kilos and his goal was always to get to about 120 and he smashed that and he's actually gone beyond it but it's because his body he knows what feels good for him and he thought a particular number would feel good. And then I guess that's not overly relatable to everyone listening, but someone could be, you know, a really average weight of 60 or 70 kilos and they might say, I'm just feeling, you know, I feel blah. And you'll look at them and you go, there's nothing wrong with your body. Why do you feel blah? And they're like, oh, it's just one or two kilos. And, you know, our mm-hmm. bodies know what feels good and they, there's a stat around taking five kilos off your your weight if if it's excess weight, not healthy lean body weight, that can reduce the pressure on your knees by something like I think the stats are something like ten times. And it's out of this world how much pressure you can take off your joints if you're someone who has sore joints just by reducing a couple of extra the excess kilos, not the healthy kilos. Well, Kate, you know, I always say go and go and pick up a, a ten kilo bag of potatoes and strap it to yourself. And um, because I was I worked in gyms for many years, I was an aerobic instructor for many years. Ah. And yeah, back in the day, I was the Jane Fonda. Of, no, my mum was the Jane Fonda of the eighties, but um, oh, there you I go, was more, in the, more in the nineties. And I I agree with you. I don't live life by numbers, and no. I know. I just know I I don't have to get on the scales. I can tell you what I would weigh without getting on the scales because I know my body so well. Mm. And that's one thing as a woman I've got to do over the years. I know 
my body really well and I listen to it and I have to because for health reasons, health is the most important thing that we can have in the world. If you haven't got your health, you, you've lost so much. And Absolutely. Yeah. But the same in, um, in dressing. Um, yeah, we, we love it when clients lose the fact of they have to wear a certain size. And because some items are designed for straight bodies, some items are designed for curvy bodies. So I just know I can go from a size 12 down to a size 8. And yeah. you know, sometimes a size 14, but it's how it looks. And so when we lose the fact of trying to live life by numbers, I think that's when, when the sun starts to shine. And you know, I've got some some ladies who can be a size 16 to 18 who are just so confident amazing women who walk in and just blow me away every day with their styles yeah and um, I call yeah. them the Maggie Tabras of the world they're just <laughs> so um, amazing and it's because and they, they know what them and they don't live life by numbers and they're happy and healthy and confident mm. um it doesn't mean that we're, so if you, you had know, three tips that's yeah. right if you you could give the listeners three tips about um personal style and feeling good about themselves so something that someone listening now could go okay th these are three things that are actionable that i can think about or do differently that'll make me feel better in my clothing what would they be um the first one i would have to say is make sure you know where your clothes are being made so to feel good about what you put on every day um, we are very ethical in um, in what we design and mm. so yeah so know ethically where your clothes are being made who's making them um, it, it doesn't mean that we all have to shop Australian you know we we have clothes manufactured all around the world but we've got the certificates to say that yeah, we've got their wage structures, um, how ethical. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and it's really important. And so that would be my first one is to know where your clothes are being made. So when you put them on, you feel really good about yourself. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's, that's you know, something I wasn't expecting to say. And I know that your clothing's sourced like that, but I think that is that is another reason to feel good about yourself, buying something that actually improves someone else's life standards. So that's great. Yeah, exactly. And what else? Don't, don't buy something that's been made by modern-day slaves. Because I've I've seen mm. these ladies and it's just awful. It's really awful, Kate. Um, this the second thing is is know yeah learn where to shop and have trust in in who you're shopping with. So um, mm. yeah, our our clients now know what colours suit them. Um, they know that we're going to say, oh no, that looks awful on you, but why? Why it it looks awful? So we can tell them why, and then say, oh, why this looks good, and they can yeah. trust yep. us because we're not. We'd rather. So we always say, shop quality, not quantity, and invest in pieces that you know that you are. You know, like the French women own a small wardrobe, but wardrobes full of clothes that every time you put them on you're going to look and feel fabulous every single day. So oh, that would be, I love that. And who doesn't like yeah. decluttering? That yeah, amazing. A small but a, a wardrobe that you love. Yep. Yes. And tip um, number three? Tip number three is, and I think you will like this one because this one will coincide with what you do because everything we do, Kate, is about the mindset. It's about what we eat and how we feel. Um, I think it needs to be accept change. 
So don't, yeah, so you know, sometimes change the way you look. We don't all have to wear the uniform. We don't always have to wear what other people are wearing. So I used to have a lot of clients who, oh, no, everyone goes to netball wearing, oh, I couldn't stand out. Yep. Don't be scared to stand out in the crowd. Wear what mm. you want to wear. Wear what you feel good in. Um, you know, today I've got combat boots on with a pair of shorts and stockings and loving it. You know, I feel comfortable. I feel fabulous. And so it's not, you know, everyone else is walking in with a pair of jeans. You know, get out of the jeans. But it's okay to stand out. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is, okay. And what a confidence builder, particularly if, you, you know, like you said, your clothing's ethically sourced. So you feel good that you bought something that is actually doing good for the world. Secondly, you've only bought pieces that you absolutely love and you've got a small wardrobe. So you've not got all this and it's not such a hard decision mm. to decide what's aware. But third, it's okay to stand out, have your own style and be proud of that. And I think if you've got all of those three things, then you're going to feel amazing. And just to end it here, Carolyn, I've got some rapid fire questions. So what's Ooh. your favourite food? Favourite food. food. can be anything. Oh, God, there's so many. Um, I'd have to say greens, my greens. Excellent. Good. And yeah. what's your favourite drink? Well, anyone who I heard Prosecco, have to go but uh... <laughs> champagne. Have to go with the champagne. champagne. Oh, it's a happy drink. And what about what are you reading? Are there any books that you're reading, or podcasts, or uh, audio books, or what are you reading or listening to? Well, at the moment, I'm finishing the Harry Potter, so I'm up to the last book. It was a goal oh. of mine to. I thought no, and when we went down into COVID, I thought right, I've got a little bit more time on my hands, so I grabbed the last Harry Potter book and I'm reading that at the moment, and then. One of our beautifiers came in and recommended a book and has given it to me, so that's next on my list. Oh, so, what a nice thing to do. <laughs> yes. And lastly, what are you watching? Do you watch, well, you said MasterChef, but is there anything yes. else? Is there, you know, into Netflix or Stan or any of those or is it just MasterChef yeah. at the moment? Well, yeah, much to my husband's horror. My husband always says he has the cleanest sock drawer when MasterChef or Married at First Sight <laughs> is on because he'd rather clean out his sock drawer than watch them. Um, but yeah, I know he's naughty. Um, I would I would have to say Ozark has been one of my favourite oh. Netflix series. But Diana, who works with me here, who's laughing at me, um, mm -hmm. has put me on to Dead to Me. And oh, yeah? I have been, yes. So when MasterChef's not on, that's what I'm absolutely addicted to. And then we, I have to come into the boutique and we have to have a, a little bit of a, a coffee chinwag about it. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, thank you very much, Carolyn. And I think our, our listeners will get so much value out of this episode. And is it, this whole podcast, Eat Yourself better is about feeling better in your own body and owning mm. owning your style owning your body I mean it is it's the only place we've got to live so we need to look after it and it, it does make the world a better place when we feel better in our own bodies so thank you very much and uh, I look forward to checking out your new collection online thank you Kate Eat Yourself Better podcast is brought to you by Be Fit Food, where food is the first medicine.